Eddie Levert joins me. Eddie, last time we spoke, you were in Las Vegas um, and you were coming over to the UK to do a show at London's O2, which was a super show. I was there to see that uh, that concert. Um, are you in Vegas now? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm at home. Uh, we just, I just got home on Sunday because we were in uh, Staten Island, New York. We shot a PBS special. We we shot it Saturday night, and you know those shoots are like all day long, yeah, all all through the <laughs> night. And then uh, Sunday, I jumped the plane and came back home. But uh, we were in New York all last week doing promotion and going to radio and and doing all kind of billboard live and all that stuff. Now you've um, the new album, uh, which. It's kind of um, um, good news and sad news because the new album is is I think it's fantastic. The new album, I love the new album. Um, mm. The sad news is that, it, it, that it's going to be your last album. I think I don't think you're going to make any more albums when you retire, are you? Yeah. Well, look, I'm. I've I've spent my my whole from the time I was sixteen to now. I've been with. Uh, Walter and we just lost another member that started out with us, Bill House. He just passed from cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, me, Walter, Bill House, Bobby Massey, uh, William Powell, we all started out together. And now I am, I was 16 when I started out with this. Now I'm 76. I'll be 77 coming June, and I think I've put in as much as I can do. I don't know what Walter is feeling, but mm-hmm. I know that this is my last, mm-hmm. this is my last uh, tour with the OJs or as an OJ, um, but I will be doing, I will be doing my own music you know, because I, I can't stay away from music. i got to do that. Yes, uh, and this is what I was thinking. So no more shows, which I totally understand, because the touring is, you know, it, it takes a lot out of you, doesn't it, when you get older? It's a bit harder to keep touring around oh, doing absolutely, shows. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's not as easy as, you know, and and, and you're getting up yeah. at unearthly hours, getting in the airplanes and the airports seem like they're getting longer yes well <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it is right. they are they're getting busier all the time are people traveling yeah. so much Ab- these days yeah yeah absolutely and so you and you know and it's it's not like when they had a lot of airlines mm. now you only have like four or five airlines that you can pick from sure so you don't there's no whole lot of flights going your way so you sometimes have to go north to go south yeah east to go west you know and that's to me it, that's really really hard and it's just hard to to do a bus tour because the dates are so far apart yeah and then of course you've got you know jet lag and time differences and it all it all Absolutely. takes its, it all takes its toll and i can totally understand and the body. yeah body. yeah totally body. understand um body. yeah i can see exactly why you uh you might think oh we've you know, we've put in all these years. That's that's probably enough. Although, of course, you get this fantastic feedback from the audience, which is a booster for you. But at the end of the day, you're looking at your body and thinking, I think I've put my body through enough. Um, but what I do, 
what I was wondering was, and you've just answered my question, is that you will still do some recordings because it's very hard, isn't it, for um, singers, musicians to actually retire from what they love doing, and that is making yeah, music. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, it, it, that's that's my that's uh, my it, uh, what, what shall I call it? It's my drug. I, yes. I I have to be around some music, and I have to keep creating music. And I have to keep writing and writing songs and putting them out, and just to hear what the public think of them. Now I don't, I don't know what I'll do. We might do some shows if if the if the price is right. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll come out and maybe do some things. But this, in in all reality, this is probably my last year as an OJ. Yeah, um, and, and maybe the odd show here and there, not not long tours, but the odd show maybe here and there. If, uh, if as you say, if the uh, the venue and the price is right, and maybe a special or something might be. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. possible. Absolutely. Yeah, um, and, and when you look back at your uh, amazing career, I mean, it's gone through so many decades, different styles of music, great records. Um, when you look back at it, have you achieved all that you wanted to achieve? Uh, it- John, right now, the only thing I want to achieve now is to is to for this record to do well, and for people, for the younger generation to hear who we are and what we are, and to know that we have, you know, if this uh, if this record here is successful, then I don't think I've gone full circle. Yeah. Because you know, every great musician that I know has had that chance to come back and do one more that really took them like Tina Turner and Marvin Gaye you name them they they were able to do one last album that really struck the public yes and this is um I think it's has it been 15 years since you made an album as well 20 20 20 years 20 years since we made new new music and when and when I heard it I thought because you don't you know you you just hope that it's going to be um uh, a great album as it's your last and it's called the last word and when i heard it i i, I just have to say it's a very strong album and uh, the ojs are going out with a bang which is great i i i i love the material i love the writers and the producers and i love the people that we've done this with then they seem to be in into it wholeheartedly you know and uh i you know i i just I just hope it works out for everyone. For this to be your last effort, you would love for it to be a great success. Uh, you mentioned um, doing promotion for the album. Is there quite a lot of work involved in that as well? Will you be busy in the next oh, few? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Endless. John, John. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting you up at, at, at unearthly hours of the morning. <laughs> and, you, and then it's just hard. It's hard to answer now, see, this is different. You know, it's hard to answer the same questions over and over again. Mm. I find it hard to talk about myself, period, mm. that much. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not that inter- interesting to me. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. What will you What will you do when you finally sort of hang the microphone up and you, you, you have a lot more, obviously a lot more time um, to spare to do other things? What will you, what will you do, do you think, well, Eddie? Like I told you, I, I'll continue to write. Yeah, I'll continue to 
to, to, to search out my music and try to make that work. But I'm also, I also sling a little paint. I call it sling paint because <laughs> I don't call it, call myself an artist because I never went to school for it. Everything I do is like raw and from, uh, you know, I self-taught myself and I, I just like to draw and paint. So I, I, I'm painting, I paint a, a few things and now I'm, I'm going to do put some of them on lithograph and sell them at the concert. Oh, uh, excellent. To, to, see, to see just how good they are. But I've gotten some great feedback from some of my stuff. So I'll be into that. I'll be into my painting. And, of course, you know, I, I, you know I, like I, I think I'm going to stay busy. Yeah, I think yeah. I, and then from every now and then, if somebody wants Eddie LaVert to come out and sing some of those OJ songs, I'll come out and sing them. But you get a chance to do some of the things that you haven't maybe had the chance to spend as much time on in the past as you will get now in the future. A bit more time to spend on your, your, your painting and your drawing, whatever. And a bit more time to spend with the wife. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And she's, you know, she's loving it. Yeah, she's, yeah, uh, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's just, she can't wait. She's waiting on me to do it. That's all. I don't want to be out here, John, and they go to talk about, well... Eddie, they have to have. It's not. It's not just good anymore. You mm. know what I'm saying, John? Mm. Sure. Where I'm just out there, just wailing around, and it's not. It's not the first class show that we're used to doing. It's not the. You know, the people aren't really loving it like uh, we're, and we're not able to do it at that level anymore. Absolutely, but I think. I, um, I think you're being very realistic, and and it, it's good to go out sounding good isn't it yeah absolutely yeah and that's the way i want to remember it you know and look i you know i've had a great career man you can't beat it i've done things that i never dreamed of i've been places that i never dreamed i would be mm. and i've met people like that i would never have met if i hadn't been a singer i've been truly best blessed john to do something that i love something that I enjoyed and something that has helped me to raise my kids and to feed them well. And um, when you look back over the years of your, your career, I mean, it's, it, it's um, silly to ask you what your favourite memory is, but have you got one special memory that really stays with you and you think, wow, that was, that was quite something? Um, I've got a, I got a gang of those things, mm. John, but, uh, Coming, coming to when I come to mind, the one thing that really, really sticks with me is that after we had cut the Backstabbers album, yeah, and we had we left and we went on the road, and we were somewhere in Colorado, and uh, the radio was on, and we all three we, that's when we were driving cars across the country back and forth station wagons and so we turn the radio on and all of a sudden we hear the intro to backstabbers okay now first of all the when we first hear we don't put the two together you know what i'm saying yeah. we're, just, we're just hearing the dun, and then it goes dun, 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 dun. and we say 
that's our record. <laughs> We're in the middle of Colorado, and we've got a hit record. This has got to be. <laughs> yeah, so so that's a, a magic a magic moment from 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 early days, really early days. Yeah, absolutely, and that was that was back in 1972. Yeah, and then and then when we were. And around the, what I think was '85 or something that we were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That to me, I was on the tour bus. Yeah, going through. We were going through Buffalo on that on the freeway on there, and they called me and told me that we had been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I just remember that that where we were at that moment, and that was one of the highlights in my life yeah that that let me know we had achieved something and that we will go down in history we will be remembered as one of the best yeah you see i find that fascinating all the things that have um happened through your your career and and the things that really stick in the mind it's fascinating to hear um and the philadelphia years i mean you have fond memories of of Gamble and Huff and, and some of the great artists, Teddy Pendergrass, Billy Paul. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because, you know, uh, uh, all of the John, John Whitehead and uh, Gene McFadden, yeah. you know, two of the most energetic, uh, positive people that you would ever want to meet as far as music was concerned. You know, they were guys that, I just enjoyed being around because when the vibe that they gave off was such a positive vibe, and uh, we just had a great relationship. Then uh, Bunny Sickler and I, we had a very special relationship because me and him spent a lot of time together doing those songs like Let Me Make Love to You, yeah. You're My Sunshine, and Who Am I? Because me and him spent time working on those songs inside and out. I when when we recorded those songs, I had lived with those songs like they were my baby. And so I was a I was giving birth to my child when we sung those. Uh Gamble and Huff were like um masters. They no one in the world that I've ever been around could cut music like those two gentlemen. I mean Huff on the piano Kenny didn't play anything, but he was the one who who sort of pieced things together. We're going to do this here. We're going to do this there. We're going to do this here, and then we then then we got a great song. And they then uh, Tom Bell and his great writing, yeah, and the Cree yeah. and her great writing. Yeah. Uh, Gary Gilbert. Uh, who wrote uh, "Living for the Weekend"? All of these people came, became mainstays in our career because they were there hyping us up, telling us, you know, this song is great. This listen to this song. Listen. When we went to Philly, it was like uh, everybody had a song, and we had to always narrow it down to about twelve or fifteen songs to cut because some of it would eventually end up in the can. But they were all good by the time by the time we got down to twelve songs, we might start off with a hundred. But when we cut it down and got to those twelve, there was really twelve very strong songs. 
And my good friend um, Tom Moulton, uh, he did some really nice uh, mixes of your tracks. As yes, well. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. He he mixed one of my uh, my single albums for me. Yeah, uh, one of my first efforts as uh, doing a, a solo thing. He mixed. Okay, right. Yeah, I talked to Tom quite a bit. He's uh, he's a good friend. Um, and it's a shame, isn't it? There's not because we've got the Motown Museum. We haven't really got any museum for for the whole Philly sound and it was such a big part of music and it's probably something that Gamble and Huff have got to work iron out the mm. logistics and the the legal side of that mm. I don't know why it hasn't happened because they were really really top premier producers yeah I mean the, the, the Sigma studio has gone hasn't it that's not there now yeah no it's not there they got a sign where it used to with everybody's name on it that recorded. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a his, historical landmark. And we've had a, um, a recently released in the UK a, a documentary all about Teddy Pendergrass, which um, I thought was really excellent. Um, is there, do you think there's a chance we might get a documentary on the story of the OJs? Because it would be a fascinating uh, story. Yeah, they're, they're, they're working on it. You know, a lot of people... They have come to us and say, why don't they do a m movie? But the the feedback we keep getting is that, you know, we just too squeaky clean. We didn't do enough <laughs> dirt. <laughs> 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 but, no, we, let me put it to you like this, John. We did enough dirt. <laughs> we just ain't telling. <laughs> oh, wow. Great song. I really love it too. This is a, I, I think it's going to appeal to across the board, young and old, because it, it, the message is good and the music is good and the singing is good and it's just a good record. And I, I, I think, uh, I think it's going to be the one that, that uh, powers this album. So a good choice of mine. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good choice. One I've been playing quite a bit of recently, I've, I've picked up on this one because um, I've had the album about uh, three or four weeks. And in the last few days, I've been picking up on a track uh, called Stop Starting, which I really like. Yeah, yeah. That start, stop it. start, stop. That's uh, done by uh, Sam Hollister, Hollander. And the, it, Sam has done a lot of things... To, for a lot of people uh and he's one of the premier writers in the business today and uh him and um uh, mike vangini they all were involved in the cutting of this record and sam is such a wow man but the the song itself started out being something else and we told him well uh, i i think was we they were calling it a blind faith you know, and we just felt like it just wasn't, a, didn't say enough. So we uh, sent him back and he came back with the start stopping. And uh, it looked, everybody liked it and said, okay, let's see what, what we got. And it turned out to be a great song, really a great song. And I have to say that lyrically on the album, we've got some uh, interesting tracks because they're not just 
they're not just throwaway songs. They've got socially aware lyrics. Um, they all mean something. They all say something. Uh, and that's great. A lot of message songs on there. Yes, absolutely. Like, I got you. You don't know. I think that's our shot at Contra Western. Yeah. And uh, that, that that I really like that. I really think that's really different for us. Me and Walter doing a duo saying <laughs> a duo kind of thing on that record, which is really great. And that was done by Betty Wright and some of her crew. Um, but the, the, the other song that you mentioned there, there's a song that we got out now called uh, uh, Stand Up For Love. Yes. Which I think is really a great, great, great song. Great song. The message is good. Uh, it's, it, I think the message in that song is saying, you know, if there's anybody out there with a heart, if there's anybody out there who's got love in their heart, you need, you need to stand up. We need to now stand up and let it be known that we have love, and love is the key to winning this battle over evil. Yes, because it's a difficult time, Eddie, isn't it, around the world at the moment? Very difficult. Um, yes, very difficult. And maybe time to not look um, so much outside as inside to our own hearts, and uh, that's a good yes, place to start. Good. Very, very good place to start, John, because yeah. we, we, you know, uh, um, it, it's, just, it's just disheartening to wake up every morning and there's all kind of discourse going on everywhere. And nobody, nobody wants to love. Hmm. Nobody wants to, and 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 we've got to start realizing. We've got to. It starts with us. It starts from inside out, and we got to start addressing that. And we got to start remembering the most precious thing we have in in this world is life and our body. Yes, yes, and of course we were. We were saying similar things um, back in the seventies about you know wake up everybody whatever. Um, but it, yeah, but we haven't we haven't that's just see we haven't gone anywhere, John. No, no, no. We just going in a circle. Circle, here. yeah, circle, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, and and actually, um, not just in a circle, but it it just feels a bit worse now <laughs> than it than it did yeah. even then. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and I mean, I. Without getting too heavy, I know, I know Eddie, you're 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 a Christian like I am. Um, do you think we're we're living in end times? Because it would indicate we might be. Well, uh, you, you, John, my 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 uh, answer to that is that time ends for everybody, and it's ending for somebody as we speak. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sure, sure. As we speak, someone yeah. is ending their lifespan on yeah. here. Yeah. And 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 so end of times is like whenever you leave this place or leave this this where we're wherever we're at in life. And I feel like this. And I honestly feel this. I feel like there's no there's no other place you go other than here because the good book says the dead knows nothing. So if you know nothing, then you know there's no other place to go other than here. So I think living here in the conditions that we live in, with the poverty, with the murder, 
with the deaths, with the with the with the cancer, with the you, I, I'll go racism. I'll go on and all the negative things that happen here. I think we're living in hell. You know what I'm saying? And when we die, that's uh, we go to wherever that other place is. You sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where we no longer have to live in this hell. This is hell because you know babies aren't safe, mm. kids aren't safe, mm. nobody's safe. You know, it's like they're just shooting, and we're shooting our own. Yeah. Not only yeah. from outside, you're getting. But everybody's shooting their own, and they're killing each other. So yeah. I think it can't get any worse. There cannot be any place worse than this. Yeah, and, and actually, it's such a great place that we love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you're the um, you're you're the the second person to say that very line to me uh, in the last week that this we're now living in the hell, as it were. So that's interesting, isn't yes, it? Yeah, after, yeah. absolutely, because yeah. now it's just like. Uh, you know, and how can it get any worse? Yeah, sure. You're subject to anything in this environment. And I'm not trying to say, but we love it. I don't <laughs> want to be here. I don't know. Because <laughs> look at the trees. Look at the sky. Yeah, look, yeah, at yeah, the, yeah. look at the swimming pool. Look at all yeah, the things yeah. that that's great in this world. Yeah. And that's why we don't want to leave it. And that's why we're stuck here because of the things that we like are here and it's all beautiful yeah. and i think that's part of the devil's plan i'll make it look great but still you got to suffer these other things oh yes 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 very very devious very devious um yeah yeah and the devious, and the devious. Yeah. yeah 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 and and uh just um um returning back to uh uh one more song i want to mention because these are the these are the songs that kind of instantly hit me as tracks i loved um the most on the first listen, as it were, and sort of vintage um, OJ sounds, 68 Summer Nights. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. Great song. Great song. Another Sam Hollander song and his crew They're from, from L.A. Such a, such a refreshing sound, right? Yeah. Such a, like, it's almost like uh, uh, breathing air. Yeah. That yeah. song. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, um, I love I love that song myself, man, and I can't wait to sing it. But they're not nobody's putting attention on that song, and I think that's going to be a sleeper, John. Remember, me and you both are saying well, that's a sleeper, and yeah. it's going to happen. I'll tell you something, Eddie. When I first heard the album, that was the first track I went to. I thought, oh, 68 Summer Nights is awesome. This is like vintage OJ's. With with something yeah. new on top, you know, it, it, it was great. Yes, it, it, you know what it reminds me of. You, you remember a group called Archie Bell and the Trails? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's another. That's still Philly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it was like vintage OJ's, but but something new added to it. And I and I that was the first yeah. track. That was the very first track I, my, on my, my little 15 second, you know, track through the, the, the songs. Um, I thought, yeah, wow, yeah. this 68 Summer Nights, this sounds great. So I, that was the yeah, first really. song I played on the radio from the album. So there we are. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm totally with you because it is that sound. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That Billy sound. 
definitely. Now, um, I'm going to let you go because I don't want to keep you uh, talking all, all, all the time. So we'll let, we'll, uh, we'll let you go. Um, and I just want to really say um, thank you on behalf of all my listeners for all your music over the years, Eddie, and, and the fact that you and your group have made up uh, the soundtrack to our life in many ways. So we should thank you for that. John, I tell you what, I thank you all for just letting me be in your lives and uh, and for me to be able to invade your lives with my with my harsh rough voice and you guys think it's great. That's that's really uh, good for my soul. And I I I'm looking forward to maybe getting over there to the UK before we call it, before we hang up our hat. Oh. I want to get over there just one more time before we do that. That would be really, really lovely if you could. Yeah, really would be good. I want to do it. I've really been trying to get it done. Um, Eddie, God bless you, and um, I hope you don't mind. I'll, I'll keep a little check on you. I'll, I'll be giving you a call from time to time and uh, making sure things, okay, are, things are all good. And thank you for spending some time with us. You take care, John. It's been my pleasure. Thank you bye very bye. much. Take care, Eddie. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.